Am I a Willie fan, Nerdy? Come on. I mean, I know you bought his weed and said it was horrible, but other than that, <sighs> did we talk about that on the podcast? We didn't. I didn't talk about Colorado at all on the podcast, did I? Think, I? I think we did. Did we? I think that was a you and I podcast. Oh, it was. Yeah, but Willie's Reserve wasn't. It tasted burnt. It hurt my throat. It's good for you. Uh, Blues Brothers Weed, of course, was great from Ackroyd Farms. Not Ackroyd Farms, sorry, Belushi Farms out in Hawaii. Uh, but I'm a big Willie head. Um, all of his songs sound the same, though. That's Willie Nelson's thing. Is that true? His more standard country songs, they all sound the same. Same like uh, inflection in his voice, same everything, which I don't mind at all. I, I, I love it. Willie Nelson is the last great outlaw next to Chris Christopherson. You know, you know Chris Christopherson's story of how he made it in Nashville, right? No. Here's a bit of a country music hold open for you guys. Uh, so Chris Christopherson got out of the Air Force, and he loved to write songs. And so he, he moved to Nashville and became a custodian at, I think, Columbia out there uh, at the big studio, mm-hmm. the big Columbia studio in Nashville, where Bob Dylan recorded... Blonde on Blonde and Nashville Skyline. Boop. And uh, and he kept trying to get Johnny Cash's attention, Chris Christopherson. He would write songs and then shove them in Johnny Cash's locker at the studio. Chad move. Yeah. And so when Cash just did not respond, he Chris Christopherson somehow got – this is true. This is well documented. Chris Christopherson somehow got in his possession a helicopter – and since he was a former Air Forceman or uh, Navy or some shit like that, he knew how to fly a helicopter. Mm-hmm. He flew the helicopter and landed right in Johnny Cash's front yard. It knocked on his door and handed him a song. Chad. And that's how they became friends. And then that's how Chris Carson got his start. I thought you were going to say he buzzed uh, Johnny Cash's tour bus and clipped a palm tree and died. <laughs> oh, come on, Rudy. Well, you're missing the other half. Huh. The other half of the story. What is it? You forgot the girl. Mm-hmm. Well, like, you know, like Chris Christopherson, he wrote all those songs with that girl, right? But he was too bad of a drinker. So, like, she had her career shoot off, and she kind of became, like, really famous, but he stepped away because he didn't want to, like, sabotage it for her. And then he committed suicide. This is a Star is Born piece of shit. <laughs> I was talking to someone at work about a Star is Born, and it's like the fourth version of a Star is Born. Mm-hmm. The one, uh, the first one came out like the, the early 30s, and the other one in the 50s, and the other one in the 70s with Chris Offerson and uh, Streisand. Streisand. Then you had Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Is it all the same story? I've all seen the same, none of them. All the same story. I think the, sui- the suicide is different, but okay. it's the same story course different dialogue and stuff was it originally like a musical why is no. this like a story that gets remade so many times it's just a tale as old as time a okay. song as old as rhyme rudy yes sir and everyone's always story everyone's born. always pissed off that bradley cooper or that character in, in the movie that he kills himself everyone gets so sad they cry and they watch it and i think he was like ruining lady gaga's career in the movie well that's it's why he good that she died yeah he did a, it's good that he died and but but like there's subtle differences in the death. Like I think in the twenties one it's a suicide. I think in the fifties one he like drinks himself to death mm-hmm. or he gets sick or something. Um He's not Vern Troyer's real life, Steven. Mm. He had small Tesla. <laughs> Did he have a small Tesla? Yeah. No, that's cute. That's I'm pretty cute. sure Elon Musk made him a small Tesla. He made him a small Tesla. That's cool. He was a body double in Baby's Day Out, starring Laura Flynn Boyle. He's a body double in Baby Geniuses. I was never a huge fan of that movie, the, that franchise, that you, very you rich tapestry it. of a film. He was uh, a body double in Cats and Dogs. That's a good movie. I watched Cats and Dogs. I remember that movie came out. I saw it in theaters, actually. Dude, that was really? a long time ago, Cats and Dogs. Cat Dog. My whole family. Different. That was a long time ago, Tristan. What year did it come out? 2002. That's about what I was going to guess. Let's see. Moment of truth. I was going to guess a pre-9-11 film, but I'll go with Tristan. Mm-hmm. Please be real. All right. Now I'm just seeing reviews for what pet I should buy. Uh, 2001. Still three-year three, margins. Three. Let's start the show. Was it before 9-11? Uh, it was released July 4th, 2001. So you're still right, Tristan. In July 4th. But my, Maybe they knew. But uh, I, I'm, I'm holding off. That's a dub for my... Uh, pre or post 9-11 society shout out to uh the star-studded cast featuring jeff goldblum toby mcguire alec baldwin uh susan sarandon john lovitz you know, and michael clark duncan you know um 
funny about July 4th and 9-11. Originally, the terrorists wanted to strike on on July 4th, but they were using the Mayan calendar. <laughs> Dumb joke. <laughs> Hit the fucking button. Actually, get your timer out. I want to do a world record. Yes, sir. Tell me one. All right. Three, two, one, go. Was twenty seven ninety two? That's not good at all. I've been smoking and drinking and having it's all a that you do. Crazy time. Welcome to the Horse Testing House, and Horse. Back at you again for episode sixty eight of Welcome to the Horse House, nineteen sixty eight. The release of the Yellow Submarine soundtrack, as well as the White Album. If you want this to be a Beatles podcast or no, 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 I'm just saying the 60s were a very important decade. Robert and Martin both uh, lost. RFK, 1968. RFK blown away. What else do I have to say? Back at you again for episode 68 <laughs> of Welcome to the Horse. Welcome to the Horse. Tristan Horse. We're doing a bit of a weird podcast today. Uh, we don't usually. It's probably gonna be a little bit of a short podcast, but whatever. Is that my fresh pod? That's mine. Okay, you're looking at it like you just found it. No, it had more juice than whenever I exchanged it. I always it. save some of the pods, and so when I'm in dire straits, yeah. I, I stand them straight up and I wait like an hour and I say, "All right, who's who's the who's the thickest boy?" Here? I've done that with twenty pods that I found around my room before, yeah. <laughs> just yep. really fiending for it. Same with THC eight. I think I'm done with it. I throw it under my bed like the rest of my trash. And when Danny needs some THC8 and he's all out, it uh, looks like Trist- Tristan's going to be doing some dumpster diving under the bed, flyboy. And next week is the Horse House Intervention <laughs> episode. Yeah. Well, I think it was Tristan Horse. Back in the episode 68, we're doing a bit of a weird podcast. We never, we always record on Sundays, but say we're recording on a different day, a little later than usual. It's probably a bit, a bit of a quick podcast. Um, it's very spur of the moment. We were all hanging out. And we said, hey, why, don't we just, why don't we just squeeze a podcast in real quick? Uh, episode 68 of Welcome to Welcome to Norse. Episode 69 next week. The weed episode. If 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 everything, if everything, good job, Stephen. If everything works out, Frank will be guest starring on episode 69. Kismet. It's Shabbat. What can I say? <laughs> it's Shabbat. That is too many people. The sex number. I I am a fan of 69ing. Anyone here do, don't like 69ing? Is that a thing? Call in at 321-323-9521. True. Rudy, you go with 69ing? I particularly enjoy it. I... So most people, you know, um, the guy will lay down on his back. Uh, and this is not where I'm going. I've never done a reverse 69ing. I've never gone on top. Um, they'll be making out or whatever. And they'll say, all right, let me lay down real quick. You just you just scoot over to my face. I like the woman must... That is the best way to enjoy a 69. Episode 68 of Welcome to the Episode 68 of Welcome to the Norse. What did you say? Tristan Snorse is what you said. <laughs> Welcome to the Horse. Amy knows Tristan Horth. Back at you again for episode 68 of Welcome to Tristan Horse. Who do I have here? Hey, it's Rudy. That's me. Rudy said that. 
One by one, so it's a podcast run. It's not the secrets of the Rudies that are keeping you dumb. Is it the other way around? Tristan, what's that sound? One by one, callers, here they come. You want the horse house, and you want it real fast. I said we can do an optics check, but we can't do that. Two weeks off, but then three weeks back. All right. Hey, really kind of rude but. it's steven snorse uh we used to you're not your last name isn't horse in this universe you said fucking snorse bud. okay yeah but you the, you, well, you know, no, 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 you're no, no, aping no. off the fact that you think that your last name is horse in the you podcast, so say it's not. snorse and you just walk away from it i didn't know i said snorse what parody was that it's a stroke song i thought it was, I thought it was like b-52s who is that julian casablanca's Yes, that's the name of the Frankly, singer. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Did you know that he's an industry plant? <laughs> uh, the... Super dumb. <laughs> Super dumb. <laughs> I'm quirky. I'm in a goofy ha-ha moment, to be honest. Uh, the, the horrors are everything the Strokes ever wanted to be. You're the dumbest boy that the ever was. Are you a big fan of the horrors? <laughs> oh, oh uh, no, I was more of a cramps guy. Middle school Tristan was very into the horrors. Of course. I thought the horrors. Do you ever hear the horrors? They're like a, kind of a goth band. Oh, great. They're, they're very much like the cramp, like bands that heard they all the have black and was like, cuts. what if we did this? Are they like the breeders? That was Kim Deal? <laughs> it came on XMU the other day. This is already off to a great start. This you podcast. like Cannonball? It's is a that hit. a band? Is that a, is that a group? <laughs> is it like Pepper? That's like, it's, no. it's a song from... Butthole Mangus? Yeah, but Kim Dingus? I prefer the sexual term asshole. I don't like butthole. Uh, I think butthole is actually a really gross word. I prefer asshole. Is it because well, I don't mind the sun sometimes, the image it shows. <laughs> When I talk to my, you know, when I talk to my therapist, I, I see a therapist now to everyone. Hopefully, he never asks what you do in your free podcast. Time? Um, you don't think that would really help your treatment? I don't know, Rudy. Uh, but it's funny that to the therapist, I don't. To all the therapists listening out there, I say uh, I talk how I normally do. I, I I say asshole, and I say you know, butt sex, and I say fart. I don't really give a fuck what he thinks. <gasps> I'm paying him. I'll say dog dick if I want to. <laughs> He'll just have to take it. Uh, but seeing a therapist is funny dog dick. because this whole time I was expecting it to be like inside the actor's studio where he's James. My therapist is James Lipton. That'd be so and, good. Uh, and he is interviewing me basically. Tristan, let's talk to ass fetishist. <laughs> Uh, but it's none of that. He actually, my, uh, I don't think therapists can, can, uh, I don't think therapists can diagnose you. I mean, it depends. Right. You, like a counselor. You have to see a, like a psychologist so, to get diagnosed, a psychoanalyst or whatever, right? Well, so there are psychiatrists that are counselors also. That okay. can Who died and made meds. you doctor, huh? I wanted to be a psych major until I oh. dropped out of school and wanted to kill myself. <laughs> Rudy! <laughs> Dude, stop doom stroll, scro- strolling on the DL. <laughs> Bro, I'm dishing out uh, black pills today. So a therapist can't diagnose you with anything. He can just kind of shove you in that direction. So like, you can get like a BS degree in, yeah. uh, in you know psychology or psychiatry. Um, but if you're a big boy, put your big boy pants on, get that get that MD. Mm-hmm. You can start dishing out meds as you okay. want. He, yeah, he diagnosed me with anxiety recently. He told me I have anxiety. And I've never thought I had anxiety. Up until that meeting, I thought that anxiety was something that women made up for attention. True. And so it, was, it all kind of came as a shock to me. Because I never considered myself anxious. But as soon as I told people that my therapist asserted such things, they said, well, of course, you're seeing anxiety. <laughs> and I said, okay, well, I, I didn't know that. Next thing you know, you're going to tell me I, I'm retarded. You know, I uh, just uh, news to me, doctor. Yeah, Stephen, you've been championing the bit to say something. No, I haven't. I was just, I, I was just hoping you were going to channel my my thought about you in there. I thought a therapist would just listen to me drone on and on about my my vile brain, um, my kind of my crazy fucking crazy, my crazy evil brain. Fuck. Man, and so directed by Panos Cosmatos. There's a lot of homework involved in therapy. Yeah. There's a lot of writing on a dry erase board. You're not allowed to rape anymore. <sighs> he started feeding you saltpeter. The entirety of 
General Hospital took place in a retarded kid's snow globe, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm serious. That's a, no, that's a different show. I don't know what show it was, but I know you're Rudy, talking if you look about... this up, there's an autistic boy with a snow globe and like yeah. the entire That's General Hospital. I don't think that's General Hospital. The no, General Hospital's still going. The autistic kid Is it? Yeah. The autistic kid with the Mongo Tard <laughs> with the magic snow globe is real. That's my favorite uh, image comic superhero. I think you're um, talking about Citizen Kane. Isn't that Rosebud? It was a slow. It was a slow globe. Saint Elsewhere. Yeah, Saint Elsewhere. Saint Elmo's Fire. I. We'll get to Saint Elmo's Fire. <laughs> Will we? <laughs> I, I'm, this is a topic that I wrote down. <laughs> yes, sir. What were you going to say, Stephen? Because I'm kind of wanting to get to St. Elmo's Fire. Uh, no, quick. no, let's talk about St. Elmo's Fire, dog. I was just going to say that, like, yeah, uh, Grey's Anatomy, ER, all that. I put away child. I put away childish figs when I grew up. I, I, I watch, like, uh, hardcore, like, hard-to-think-about shows like Bones and, and House. I love it Bones when they're... Bones starring Zoe Deschanel's very plain sister. Emily yeah. Deschanel. Emily Deschanel. And uh, Angel from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She needs to grow some bangs. Debatably more mentally stable sister. Didn't it's... break up with uh, Ben Gibbard or whoever. Don't say oh or whoever. You know that that's the Gibbard. Is it Ben Gibbard? I yeah. get Ben Gibbard and Ben Foltz mixed up. That's wrong. <laughs> and I'm thinking it's a sign that the freckles in your eyes are mirror images. And when we kiss, they're perfectly aligned. Next segment. And one day you will die and your ashes will fly. <laughs> uh, Saying that will fire the weather phenomena. Oh. Yeah, not the film or, I thought or anything were... like that. For, um, for the Stevens in the audience that don't know what it is, will you please explain it? It's a weather phenomenon. <laughs> there you go, Stephen. Uh, please explain. Rudy, do you know? Uh, no, I have heard the term. I don't know it's what it is. It's a weather phenomenon. You see, the difference between St. Elmo's fire and a normal fire is, well, St. Elmo, he kind of does something different than a normal you, fire. dude. Uh, but it's a weather phenomenon that happens. I we're, don't want queef. We're going to go back to the old fart uh, once we get the roadcaster. Um, we'll get to that later. Uh, Samuel's fire is a weather phenomenon. It's much like lightning, but it usually happens before a storm. Mm-hmm. And it mostly happens in the ocean with sailors and such. You know, Venus, Moon, Jupiter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget Mars. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to hold it in so much. <laughs> I'm trying to salvage this. It topic. started with ocean. <laughs> All right, straight face. Just straight face. My favorite modest mouse song is with the ocean okay. being salty. Okay, so Samuel's fire is a weather phenomena, um, and it happens usually before storms. So what it is is sailors. It usually happens to sailors. It's like the tops of the boats will begin to glow very brightly. Yes, sir. And and the water will also become luminescent as well. And no one knows why this happens, but it's, it's usually right before a big storm. Is that not similar to the like the green flash of the sunset thing? Could, I don't know. Julius Caesar wrote about it. Many yeah. people have actually written about it, um, seen it firsthand. Nikola Tesla, when he was in, uh, at his lab in Colorado, which is not something that I didn't know when I was in Colorado. Uh, so... Um, Edison is New Jersey, mm-hmm. right at um, Menlo Park, mm-hmm. and Tesla had Colorado. That was his chosen state for a lab. Yeah, how did he get out there? I don't know. Tesla probably by train. Question. Tesla's uh, Eastern Europe. What's, what's a boy like him doing out there? Tesla also created St. Elmo's Fire though in his Colorado he, lab. That's uh, that's where he could scam the most uh, hotel. Uh, concierges. Oh, come on. Oh, no, this is bad. What? Uh, I just read why St. Elmo's Fire happens. It's named after St. Elmo. Yeah, who's the, the patron saint of sailors, sailors. Which I didn't know. And it's actually a weather phenomena. It is a weather <laughs> phenomena, but it's caused by luminous plasma, so all the electricity hmm. in the air But before a storm. But you guys know uh, the fire itself is created by a corona discharge. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh oh! From a rod-like object such as a mast, or a spire, or a chimney, or an animal horn. Hey, it's kind of like nowadays with five G and another Corona discharge, huh? Shit! We just cracked the shit wide. What God the was f- trying to tell us something. What the fuck? Yeah. Saint Elmo's fire. Very interesting. Five G penis will give you Corona. I like phenomena. 
because we're still not sure. A phenomenon that even the scientists aren't too sure what's going on. I mean, that's what a phenomenon. That's the definition of a phenomenon. Then why do they call it a phenomena? Isn't phenomena? Aren't stop saying aren't phenomena the things that are like unexplainable by science? I mean, not necessarily, right? Like a uh, a like an artist can be a worldwide phenomenon. I no, because you're ruining. We're just not gonna be able to use any of the segments, Stephen. I'm serious, no, because no one knows what's going on. Who would listen to this? So you can still do the bit, or we can just cut this whole thing out. It's up to you. It's up to you. Don't look to Julia Fox for comfort. <laughs> it's up to you. She had two turlets at that time, one in the front of her, one in the back. I don't know if that counts. Can you call a pregnant belly a turlet? So if, <laughs> no, if definitely that's a joke. <laughs> a turlet in the front, a turlet in the back. If you list that in real estate, is that a to- is that a bathroom and a half? Is that a one? Is that a point five bathroom? I don't like you. Well, no, a like- toilet isn't a shower. Uh, for someone like you, it probably is kind of like a bath, but no, a toilet. What is that even shower. meant to insinuate? <laughs> You're nasty. And you Can that in a please toilet. be in a in a movie that's made? I want you to like get stressed and have to run to the bathroom and <laughs> splash toilet water on your face. Steve would do it. <laughs> I mean, there's a bad story about me. One time, uh, I had a, a gentleman's case of what's known biblically as diarrhea, and I was in a comic book <laughs> a store. A gentleman's case. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't like gentleman's case. This shit got so dumb so quick. I'm like a master and a commander. Like I'm not like the kind of guy that like gets that all the time. It's just it wasn't working. We've only been recording twenty minutes. Ugh. Yeah, this is this is a horse house after dark. This is quick. Yeah, a bridge. Uh, uh, weird. I, I just remembered horse house after dark already as a thing. So this is like horse house behind the moon. Oh, or something. that wasn't a reference to the actual no, show. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, I had like a, like a noble brave case of diarrhea and I was putting on a brave face and trying to soldier through it. But, um, I was in a comic book store and I had to, and I was there with my friend and I had to shit really, really badly. (laughs) So I bravely asked the guy that owned the place if I could use the employee restroom because they didn't have a public restroom. So he he was at secret stash in New Jersey. He was actually Kevin Smith. He was talking to and the Asian guy, uh, but Ming Chen, but the, uh, um, and also Kate Flannery from the office was there for some reason. I went in the employee bathroom and it was just covered in like old comic book like uh, <laughs> memorabilia and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they should have invested less in old posters of the X-Men and more in a working water line because I took a, a brave fecus <laughs> and uh, I tried to flush the toilet and uh, there was no water in the toilet. Oh and there was, And then, of course... <laughs> I immediately did what any rational, brave, young soldier of you Christ and God... scoop the liquid caca out of the No, toilet. I had a panic attack in the bathroom with my own turd, uh, not knowing what to do. So, at first, what I did was I removed the back of the toilet. Uh, so, like, I was like, oh, well, there has to be water in there, yeah. and I can fix the wires. There was no the water wires. in there. It was like... <laughs> the wires. Uh... It was like uh, it was like uh, the Gobi Desert back there. So uh, I did what any rational human would do, which is I checked that the sink was working, and the sink was working. So I began to spoon water uh, in, in cupping oh my, my hands uh, into the toilet bowl and Wait, into. Where was this? Uh, it was in a comic book store. Uh, when so I'm was getting, this? So, uh, uh, I'll get to that. Uh, I began to like take water as I'm having the worst anxiety attack I've had in a while, uh, taking water, just trying to throw it into the toilet to make it flush, uh, getting water all over the like posters in the room, <laughs> knocking the mop down that's in the equipment and everything. It's like when Larry David peed and a little bit of the urine went on Jesus' face mm-hmm. on the portrait and the people who owned the house thought that it was a miracle and the portrait was crying. Do you remember that episode? Mm-hmm. Okay, go on. So finally, I got a bunch of water in there after about like uh, three minutes of me. Now I'm sweating, just covered in sweat. And I go to flush the toilet. And thankfully, it doesn't work. Uh, so I did what Why any. Why don't you just walk out? Well, I did. I would do. I, I, at that if point. I destroyed a toilet. I would walk out and just not go back in the store. You should have used your shirt. Get it wet just and then wring leave. it out. Uh, 
I, I know you would because one time we were sharing a hotel room and you left a note to the people that lived, that worked there saying, I'm sorry, I took the most vile shit. Did I say that? Wasn't the toilet broken when we got there? I, I don't remember. I think... I was I didn't take a shit in a hotel room. I don't do that stuff. Anyway. I literally don't do that. Uh... Long story short, uh, I I washed my hands. I left, and I took. I told my nice friend, "We need to go." We left, and then I had to shit again bravely five <laughs> minutes later. Where was that at? Uh, that was inside. also the comic book store. <laughs> so, funnily enough, that was in like a, a boutique, like uh, like a vintage sort of throwback store where only one person was working in the room that the merchandise was sold in was about the size of the horse house. So imagine if you walked out of that door, there was a toilet the size of a closet uh, that I am in, and I'm just listening to my friend and this earnest employee have a conversation for about 15 minutes while I have taken my shirt and shoes off in the bathroom (laughs) and I'm trying to... In the words of Kate, what the fuck? <laughs> I have taken my shirt and shoes off in the bathroom, staring at a at a uh, antique like uh, a cuckoo clock, uh, tr- trying, in the words of Kate Bush, to make a deal with God to uh, <laughs> to uh, get out to get out of the scenario that I found myself in. Why haven't we heard and about that? Toilet worked because it happened like three weeks ago. <laughs> fuck dude that's so fucking funny steven you're so fucked but that doesn't happen to me most of the time all the time ladies uh uh i and i was very brave and i put on a brave face what gave you diarrhea uh it was it was something i ate on it uh, Man, I ate sandwiches. No, it was actually a lot pooping. of shit. Um, but, I took uh, repeated blows to the stomach. No, I, I think I, I mean, like honestly, you had some like warma, didn't you? Like with most things that happened to me, I tried to like block it out of my memory, so I don't remember what I ate. I just remembered that it was bad, uh, and I did walk out into the the boutique immediately after and buy one hundred fifty dollars worth of merchandise because I panicked and knew he knew I shit up his toilet real bad. See, I, Fuck. Steven, I could never be in your shoes man i can never be in your brain <laughs> well yeah because he rips them off whenever he goes to the bathroom <laughs> you guys okay you can't look at me no 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 no, no, no. All, all of the listeners at home that are now like burning me in effigy and for the two boys in the room with me right now uh you, you can't tell me that you haven't been down bad on the toilet so bad before where you just you're like uh, you look down at your shirt you're never. like i gotta get this off me my body doesn't and I'm being honest here. My body does not allow me to go to BM anywhere outside of my home. No, but you've never even been in your house one time, and you're like, "Oh, this is so bad. Like, I gotta, Wait, I gotta get, the, yeah. get this off of me." I've, I've never needed to disrobe. I've never had to take. I've never taken my shoes off for shitting. <laughs> Why would I do that? Because I was wearing shoes and I was in so much discomfort, I was just like, "Get it off but me!" You were you were in a public restroom. I would never take off my shoes in a okay, public well, restroom. Okay, well, so you know, sh- you know, they told Saint George big... he could never kill a dragon, Rudy. You're kind of a big nasty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. That's what you sound like. Big old farty. Steven. They told God. They told Christ he couldn't come back. All right. Steven. You're just a doubting Thomas, and I kick my fo- feet off bravely. Freudal. I'll kick my foot off. Steven's in a fucking bathroom shed in Vegas, taking off his shoes so he could waffle stomp it down. <laughs> it, it, unfortunately for Steven, he did that in a Tesla showroom, and and because he felt so guilty, he bought himself a model, a Model S or whatever. Dude, I. I Look, I, it's not my fault Steve that I spent was poisoned by the devil. <laughs> you felt so bad. I was poisoned by the devil because I ate too much Shake Shack, all right? And, and, so and you do remember. I do now. I was poisoned by the devil because I ate too much Shake Shack fuck, too late at night. Hey, fuck Shake Shack. Um, way too expensive. It's pretty expensive. The food's good. It's like but, $10 uh, for one hamburger. Uh... I ate Shake Shack after it down a little bit. No, because I'm being persecuted, just like the Lord our God, if you forgot. Uh, Speaking of gods, I was in that bathroom praying to everyone that was ever created by man. That's an idol. Uh, But I'm brave, not only for telling this story, but for having lived it. And I'm a hero, ladies and gentlemen. 
You were at the heart attack grill, weren't you? <laughs> no, I would have told. I would have. I would have Facetimed you the entire time if I was there. You know, I always love to bring you a treat too. Whenever I go, whenever I go on vacation, I bring you back a treat, and I would have brought you back the little person with the whip if yes. if I had gone there. You got diarrhea while getting spanked by the lady. <laughs> <laughs> That's low brow, Rudy. Oh, more low brow than Come the past on, that twenty is minutes. Low brow. I, that wasn't low brow. That was just that me telling you a day brow. in my life that I live. I don't want you to live like that anymore. I don't either. You need help. I didn't plan it. I didn't plan you it. Your dude. fucking head You're examined. Looking... Do you guys hear any snow falling around? Because I think that boy needs therapy. So a phenomena. No, we're done with sales. We're done with sales. Fire next segment. Thank for all the horse house listeners out there who came together during a pandemic to raise three hundred and fifty dollars for new for a new mix of the Road Roadcaster Pro. Turned yourselves into pickles, craziest shit I'd ever seen. Thank you guys all so much. Should we, we reached our goal in what two days? Should we should we name said folk? Uh, let's name them. Name and shame. Rudy, I want you to name them. Okay, I can do that. Uh, while Rudy's looking this up, I would like to say on a serious note, uh, intensely and incredibly humbled uh, by our by our listeners and friends to uh, you know <coughs> do that. Very sweet of you. Yeah, that they're was not going to cool, fuck you, you Stephen. That was pretty pretty cool. You you guys seem cool. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be all sappy like Steven. but it is nice. So thanks. <laughs> Again, thank you to Chandler. Oh, thank you so much, Chandler. Ten dollars. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you. if you also wanted me to share the amounts. Seems, oh, I'm, I'm kind of sh- rude. No, I'm I'm putting them all. It's all it's all on the public website, <laughs> public domain. <laughs> Sunshine law. All right, I will say the last names then. Uh, Christian with one hundred dollars. Whoa, Ooh. wait a minute. Thank you, very Christian. Much, thank Christian. you so much. Thank you, Christian. I feel like I just saw you. Uh, Dominique for fifty dollars. Thank you so much. Dominique means Thank a you. lot. Um, I know we said no last God names, but you. as this person is a public figure, Roger Ailes donated sixty nine dollars <laughs> in celebration of episode sixty nine. Um, and left a comment on the page and said, "Good luck, boys, with mm. love from hell." Thank you, Mister Ailes. Thank you, Ailes. It's a weird Roger. way to spell heaven. I was going to say a weird way to spell purgatory, but go off. <laughs> um, thank you to Olivia, notable, notable female listener. Wait a minute. What's what's one hundred and one dollars? Sound the alarm! Minute, wait a minute! Wait! <laughs> and finally, anonymous for twenty dollars. Wow! They are legion. They are many. <laughs> they are legion. They are many. Famous, famous fortune hacker. We are subsidized by B now. <laughs> <laughs> I think he has also much for three hundred fifty bucks, and also to Joey. He cash app or Venmo me fifty dollars after oh, the, go. the the GoFundMe was um, finished, and that actually went towards the taxes on the Roadcaster because they were way more than I thought they would be. But I guess when you spend six hundred bucks, sales tax would be pretty expensive yeah. too. Those SBA um, loans only go so far. You know what? What are you gonna do? So thank you also to so much to Joey uh, donated a considerable amount. But something funny happened. Um, with with the three hundred fifty dollars on the way to the Best Buy, and I was going to Best Buy. Um, first of all, you guys really, you know, it it does mean so much. You guys gave me that much money. Um, I was on my way to Best Buy. It's and, crazy. The test game isn't even broken. And and here in this part of America, we uh, we have our Best Buys are usually connected to Pet Smarts. <laughs> and so I was walking. <laughs> parked my car and i was walking the plaza walking down the plaza to best buy to get the roadcaster pro for six hundred dollars and i walked past the pet smart and there was this golden retriever puppy in the window and this happened that happened and thank you to your thanks to your donations uh i am the proud owner of a a, a golden retriever puppy and so the task cam, we're just going to deal with it. Um, maybe we'll come into a large sum of money naturally. But for now, I guess our new mic audience member is my new golden retriever puppy, Julia Fox. Uh, so thank you guys all so much. Uh, but Olivia, 
$101. I think that was to one-up Christian and to also be very generous. Um, she gave us the most. So this the, the horse house is now formally called the Rush Limbaugh and Olivia Memorial Horse House. Uh, we will be getting a wood plaque. A, a wood plaque with, with every good historical and official area has a wooden plaque. We get a wooden plaque for Brother Door, uh, which will let everyone know what the horse house's official name is. Because uh, so, she has earned her name on the official wooden plaque. So you can go to the Indiegogo on our Twitter page for that wooden plaque. Do people still. <laughs> now it's $500. It's Etsy. They do it. It's all handcrafted. Um, and we promise that the money from the Indiegogo will not go to quote unquote human breast milk for Julia. <laughs> really thank you guys all so much and, and, and thank you th- you know thank you to everyone and especially to olivia 101 dollars. wow any uh any whittlers in chat but uh to all the hard workers out there who work for their money and don't rely on government handouts or anything who who took the time to donate some hard-earned money to the podcast it really speaks volumes about our listeners um and your dedication to america's number one rated islama libertarian fascist podcast uh, so thank you guys all so much. I, I can never say thank you enough. Next week, episode 69, we will have the Roadcaster Pro working. The Tascam will be no more, and hopefully you'll be able to tell the difference. Uh, and if not, um, that's that $600, that $350, bucks, it's, not, it's not going back to you. So you have to deal with it, okay? We appreciate you very much. We appreciate our listeners even that couldn't donate. But if you couldn't donate much. and you want to make it up to me and Tristan and Rudy, um, you can always use word of mouth. So what I would suggest is find five of your closest friends, hold them at gunpoint, and make them listen to uh, episodes of The Horse House until they agree to send us money, subscribe, leave a review on iTunes, whatever. Uh, thank you guys all so much. We love you. Um, this isn't the end of the podcast, but love you guys all so much. I I really do, and uh, it's been a pleasure entertaining you for the last two years, almost to 70 episodes. Cool. 20 seems like not that, fucking 50 doesn't seem like that long ago. No, not at all. That was not that long ago, it feels like. Wow, it's crazy that we do this podcast every week, and we release it on a weekly basis. Well, I mean, you insisted on skipping the numbers of episodes where we didn't record a podcast, mm-hmm. so it accounts for a lot of it. We've put out maybe seven podcasts. Wow. It's like a leap year. Next next segment. I had calendar. <laughs> what a weirdness to get It's uh Is it coming down? Coming down a little hard. It's coming down right. It looks like South you just there. saw a great white ape. <laughs> Stop. Uh I have this idea for America. Okay? Like the country we live in or the uh, band? Yeah, the the band that we live in. I think that we could so everyone's always saying if you raise minimum wage, the price of living goes up. Okay? Everyone always says that, right? Yeah. Raise minimum wage, price of... Rudy? Yes. Um, so that kind of had my mind going wild with ideas. I'm always trying to help the world with this brain I have. Now, this isn't even a million-dollar idea. If this actually works out, we'll all be millionaires. So this is what I propose... Don't don't raise the minimum wage. Lower it. So what you do, <laughs> s- change the minimum wage, change the federal minimum wage to $1.30. If you, if you change minimum wage to $1.30... An apartment that would usually cost you $1,200 a month will cost you, like, $7. <laughs> and so the rest of the money that you actually need to live because you get paid so poorly, you just do side hustles that make more money than, than – so you still have two jobs, but it's a lot more – The numbers are just smaller. The numbers are just smaller. <laughs> Everything's cheaper. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my idea for the future. It's crazy, crazy how you single-handedly solved inflation and put us <laughs> in an entire gig economy. No, it's just, um, I mean, it makes sense. Everyone's always talking about, oh, make it higher, make it higher. Well, the cost of living is going to go higher. Lower it. 
So I've called Tristan a lot of things over the course of our friendship, and um, one that I say the most is he's kind of like the inverse Mugabe, and it makes sense <laughs> because he just completely deflated the American economy, uh, and <laughs> nothing bad could come from that. Frictional unemployment is now twenty five percent. Three two one three two three nine five two one. That's Cocoa Beach, Florida. Three two one three two three nine five. 2-1, it's the Horse House Voicemails, brought to you by Jewel Electronic Cigarettes and Rockstar Energy Drink. Who do we have here? Oh, I think it's Chris. Chris! Hey, boys. Um, I just listened to the episode. Uh, well, I fast-forwarded through my voicemail so I could hear them. And then uh, now I'm restarting it and, and trying to finish it. Uh, I, I, you, guys give me, you, guys gave, you guys gave me some good advice uh, on the whole gun thing. And I know that I'm going to have to bud wire myself in order to pull it off. Oh. Uh, I did buy a gun. I have a gun now. Uh, and it's a big responsibility. <sighs> what crime did you commit? The only people who are allowed to have guns in New York City are criminals. Um, just give me a second. I'm going to call right back. Thank you so much, Chris. Here's Chris again, two minutes later. Chris. Stupid. Hey, boys. Uh, okay, so I'm, I'm good now. I call back. I'm calling back. Um, so, because I do have a gun now. So, I'm trying to think about, like, good ways to pull this off. Uh, I want people to know, because I feel like if I'm just in my room and then I, 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 I bug wire myself Lame in my room, I'm not going to be found for days at a time, because I don't see people. For long stretches, uh, which is uh, part of the reason I'm leaning into doing this. Uh, I do have a question though, because I'm I'm thinking of doing it in like a cooler way again, where I can be recognized by people. And I'm thinking about going to Washington Square Park, and then just I'll get naked, of course, just so people pay attention to me more. And then I'll bud wire myself in front of some children. And I is it better to do that, or is there a better way to do it where like I don't? Because I'm I'm afraid that I'll look kind of like a creep. And I don't want to look like a creep. Um, but I don't want to be remembered as a creep. So what is, what is a good way, a good way. to Speed pull it up. this off and be remembered uh, nicely? So call me back. Thanks. Uh, uh, well, I don't have a number, but you have it. Bye. Okay. Just uh, let me know about this. Let good idea. Thank you so much, Chris. Love show. you. Um, I'm in love with you. What can I say? Um, okay. So Chris wants to go out with a bang. Uh, when he are Bud Dyers himself. Now, this podcast is exclusively on TikTok nowadays. We have a partnership with them, $100 million. Um, so you cannot say suicide. You have to say are Bud Dyered or something like that, suicided mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, so Chris wants to go out with a bang. And I have an idea for Chris. It's going to take some hard work, something that Chris isn't too used to. But so, <laughs> so, so what Chris needs to do, Chris needs to go into the famous acting schools in New York City. Tish, is that one of them? Tish. Um, Tish. School of the Arts. School of the Arts. Juilliard, their acting division. Um, Activision. Blizzard. Chris needs to enroll in one of these schools. I'm sure NYU is a great theater program. Um, Columbia, perhaps. Um, what Chris needs to do, Chris, you need to become a theater actor. And you need to make it into a Broadway play, okay? Now, you want an audience. Washington Square Park, any homeless Joe can go there and off himself. It's a public park. It's disgusting. New York Nico, back when he was still a good, cool Instagram photographer, he used to hang out with the homeless constantly in uh, Washington Square Park and places like that and just film them. It was great. It flying the wall, New York experience. Now he's just, he's at, he's at the fucking Met Gala and shit taking pictures. Total sellout. Anyways, Chris, you have to, you have to make your way into a Broadway show. Now, Young Frankenstein is still on Broadway. Um, Mel Brooks produced, he doesn't do too much directing anymore, but he still produces the, the Broadway versions of his films. Chris, you need to get into one of those plays. Popular play, sold out play. Try to get wear blackface and get Hamilton. Chris, if you could get some powdered coffee and dye your skin brown, you and just t- play King George and talk with like a nutty accent, you could like pretend to be Cuban 
and totally get Hamilton. Is King George the only white person in it? Yeah. Fucking disgusting. Um, or he could be in, in the Heights in theaters two months ago. Is King George really the only white person in that movie? I don't know. I've oh never seen god. it. Oh my god. No, is that actually true, though? Because someone... Is that true? <laughs> this is going to get my craw. What's a, what's a good search query? Is the only white person in Hamilton King <laughs> I don't think that's a good search query. Can I be white and be in Hamilton? Hamilton white people. Yeah. Do you want me to vamp my idea while we're waiting, or...? Mm-mm. No. Is King George the only white person in that film, Rudy? I don't know. You keep calling it a film. Use, <laughs> use your doxing machine and get me that girl from Mandy. Get me that girl. Rudy. Look up Steven, the you know history. Version. Go through there and tell me if there's any other whites. These are characters. Yeah, I. we're not talking about the actors. Hamilton was known for its colorblind casting. <laughs> Fuck off. Stop. Stop. It 100% was. Hey, the film. You're showing me historical characters. I don't. So tell me if they're white. Her was white and real. Hey, 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 hey. Go on IMDb. That's what I'm doing. And look at at the cast list. For Christ's sakes. Jesus wept, Rudy. I'm about to kick your ass. I'm going to get in your shit like you wouldn't even know. Mm, What? Hello, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, black, talk to me. Black, Okay, King George is white. Oh, my God. Black, black, Latinx, black, 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 Latinx. I was going to say, Chris, you could uh, get cast <laughs> in, a, in a Broadway play. Uh, and kill yourself during the crescendo yeah, the play. It, the play could be called something like kind of cool and pretentious, like Final the act. unexpected virtue Only- of ignorance. You could be friends with Ed Norton, and then you could shoot yourself <laughs> at hey, the not- very end of it. Hey, I totally was not aping off Birdman at That's all. That's what I thought you were doing at first. Oh, no, not at all. That's funny. He blows his nose off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great movie. Uh, Only King, according to Vox, Only King George III is white. See, that's In just... The- uh, I have a foolproof idea for... Um, Chris, to get uh, some notoriety. Uh, and it's as follows. All right, Chris, you don't want to be remembered as a creep, but you are a little bit twisted. You are an original thinker. You're kind of outside of the box, right? And you feel he's a little bit... He's been known to laugh at funerals. Yeah, and he's a little bit uh, disrespected by society and by his surroundings. So uh, if you want to go wild, Chris, this is what you need to do. Listen, I hope you're taking notes. You need to find the district attorney. Uh, now, this district attorney is a very high-profile individual in New York City, right? It's a big city. This is what you need to do first, all right? You need to find that district attorney. Now, every district attorney has a weak spot, right? They have something that they hold near and dear to their heart, right, Rudy? Yes. So what you need to do is you need to find out what that is for the district attorney. Is this a Harvey Milk thing? What let, I'm let going him, let him keep going. What I'm going to guess is that the district attorney probably has a girlfriend, right? Um, so this oh. is what you're going to need to do. It's on Shavaquitic. Let him go. Let him finish. May it. I finish? This is an Arba Dyer, is it? Stop trying to guess it. Just. <laughs> Let it Chris, go. this is what you need to do very quickly because uh, the other horse boys are getting impatient with me while I'm, I'm trying not. to save I'm, your life I'm and make your up. life. Uh, you need to find two warehouses and you need to capture the district attorney and his little girlfriend. Now, the first thing you need to do is you need to put the district attorney in one of those warehouses. You need to put the girlfriend in the other one. I want you to fill those warehouses with dynamite. All right, dynamite, napalm, explosives, whatever you want to do. True lies? Let him go. And then, this is the great part. When you're in Washington Square Park, when you're you're hanging out with uh, strawberry fields or whatever, nude as a bird in the wind, and uh, uh, Detective Gordon arrests you, all right? Then, what's going to happen is you're going to be put in the room. You're going to be put in the room doing your best Tom Waits impression. And... They're only going to be able to save one. You're going to be famous. I really thought you would have had him pegged whenever he said, go wild, like that. Listen, man, Andrew Cuomo's in the news lately. Figure it out. Andrew Cuomo. More like Andrew the homo. Because uh, only... Because you're a homo if you harass women. You're, you're gay. <laughs> Homophobia? That's gay. <laughs> Here is Jonay. Hey, boys. 
Johnny! Executive producer Johnny here. Huh? I claim that title as I will be donating to your GoFundMe. So as executive producer, I've got a couple of quick notes. Okay, we'll hear you out, but... Just a couple of things to throw out there. You you didn't donate. one, I'm going to need some more farts. Okay. Some of these jokes are lame, and they're getting passed. That's not going to happen anymore under this regime. More farts. Thank you. Number two. Thank you. I got to say, Rudy, you really came into your own. On those two episodes, oh, that Stephen sweet. wasn't there. Thanks, I need some more of that. You made me laugh. I liked it. I like to think Stephen, John. number three, I missed you. Oh. I missed you on those two episodes you weren't there. That's sweet. The tripod is not complete without the third leg, man. War of the world. I know you've got a third leg. Tristan. Yeah. Number four. Oh. Johnny. You're a hell of a host. Thank you. You're a hell of a guy. Uh-huh. We're going to keep you in that position for now. Uh, I appreciate the pr- You know, but things privilege. happen, things happen. You know, Rudy's he's, he's doing well. He's rising he's doing up. good, <laughs> you know. Uh, last thing, the fart noise is terrible. Thank it's you. Go. Come on. Fart noise has got to go. It's hot. Thing. It's sexy. So it's new. I got it's a fresh. Couple of, uh, I got a couple of suggestions. Number one. <laughs> okay, that's Stupid. suggestion number one. Suggestion number two. <laughs> So okay, there's another one. And suggestion number three. Huh? <laughs> Alright, you could choose any of those. So dumb. Any of them. Just say it. You know, what, what was that? What? Oh, it's already fully funded? <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> the, the GoFundMe, it's already fully funded? Oh, so I don't need to donate. Alright, boys. You know, you guys are doing a great job. Don't change anything. I love you guys so much. I'll talk to you later. Thank you so much, Johnny. <laughs> Thank you, Johnny. Thank you I like so to much. Think that Johnny was standing in front of a giant American flag patent style delivering that. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, I'm glad he finished the voicemail up with acknowledging that the it was fully funded because there was going to be a bit of an awkward conversation <laughs> after that voicemail concluded. It was so good hearing Johnny. Uh, he hasn't been on the podcast in a while. True. Um, hopefully he'll be back. He moved to Apalachicola on the Panhandle, which is about 20 minutes from here. <laughs> here is John. Hey, boys. It's John. A lot of characters come, a lot of people come out of the woodwork in this episode. We have Johnny calling in. We have John calling in. Is this John's first call? I think this is John's first call. I want to say it's not, but I think it is John's first call. Regardless, excited. Here is John. I'm uh, just calling, saying that I'm on the road. I'm on my way back to Florida, and I've uh, made it to Colorado. And my whole drive through, I've been listening to your podcast. Yeah, baby. You know, I, I, you know, I was kicking myself earlier for you know not keeping up with the pace you guys are putting these out. But, okay. You know, now it's really paid off because I've got you know a lot of lot to listen to mm-hmm. on these long drives, and it really. You know, you guys have been a major contribution in, like, helping me get through these drives. and God bless you. Know, you. Getting me some sense of comfort and humor and just making it a lot easier on Call me. Call me Garrison Keeler. You know, and I thank you for that. We're your Perry uh, home companion. But, yeah, I um, I miss you, boys. Oh. And Come on the podcast. Yeah, I miss hanging out and working with y'all. And hopefully I could see y'all again soon. Um, oh, and uh, uh, one more thing. Yes. I think we need a cum shot. <laughs> Fuck. Thank you so much, I John. Think we and need I'm, a cum shot. I'm happy that was a genuinely sweet voicemail. Yeah. We're so used to tongue in cheek, evil voicemails. Uh, a sweet voicemail is so foreign to us. Yeah, I thought it was going to end with him pretending to run off the road or, or something. Or at least say the N word or yeah. something. Uh, that was very sweet, John. Thank very you. Very sweet. Thank drive you, John. Safe, John. We'll see you soon and drive safe. Uh, I'm, I'm happy we could be there for you. You were in a place in Colorado that I was at about a month ago. I forget what it's called. It's the Big Crazy Red Mountains. All right. Thank you so much, John. And that is the voicemail segment of. Welcome to the Horizontal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Start over. That is. That was the last voicemail. From the voicemail section. <laughs> what the fuck? What is happening? Right, that was the last voicemail from the Welcome to the Horse House voicemails. I'm your host, Tristan Horse. Back at you, you know, again. 67 other times. I'm going nuts. 
All right, that was all the voicemails for today. You can call us at 321-323-9521. That's Coco Beach FLA 321-323-9521. Did we finally secure the most gold in the Olympics? I think yeah, we yeah. One, we I've, one been ahead waiting, of I've been waiting to talk about this. <laughs> yep. We won the official medal count. We reached the Century Club, so we're the only country to get over 100 medals. Good. Mm-hmm. And... Ever? ever? Not ever. Oh, okay. The only one at this Olympics. And... Tristan, could you do me a favor? China. How many How many medals did China have? Gold. China has 38 gold. And how we many? have 39 beep, 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 Yeah, baby. See, I was ready to shit all over the Olympics and really be rude to this country. But they pulled through. All those fucking freaks. They pulled us through. And here we are. Beating China. When China beat us so bad last year with their novel coronavirus, which now wreaks havoc on our people, we thought they had the last laugh. But guess what? Who has 39 gold medals? We do, baby. A fun fact for everyone. 118 total. Again, uh, Doesn't matter. Being that those medals are all recycled, uh, they're actually 98% silver. So that's... <laughs> Imagine getting get, get the Olympics where they're giving you the fucking fake recycled Wait, medals. how many medals did oh, we get? A, a medal made out of a Sprite can. Thank you so much. 118 total. Oh, we got 118. So at two, oh, Sorry, 113. 113. So at 2% per medal, uh, we have 13 more than we need to make a whole ass gold medal. How much is that in scrap? Uh, it'll, get you, it'll get you a teenth. Right. <laughs> it'll get you a Juneteenth. You gotta... You gotta when they were 100% gold, people are just selling their fucking medals, I think. Yeah. Which is why they... And that's their right to do. So yeah. Was that like a problem or something? I actually don't know. <laughs> but that was just my why best you, guess. What are you... How are you sitting right now? You're I'm so loaded leaning on the back. He's like, I'm slob squatting. Well, this is actually more of a Korean squat, but... you never seen like... You know what I'm talking about. We have a squat cobbler right now. <laughs> no viral audio clip of the week this week. Um, I We're going to get back on a better... Okay, so the the state of the virality clip of the week has been kind of poor lately. Um, this the it's not in good shape. It's in a bit of a bad way. Um, but that's mostly because Rudy ended his very successful, very successful no and long lasting segment viral viral clip of the week. Um, Crypto Corner. Uh, so we're gonna look for a replacement to that, and then after that, that that is of course the natural segue into Viral Club of the Week. So it just feels so unnatural doing it on its own segment. Um, it has to be paired with something. So hopefully by next week we'll have that along with better sound quality, maybe hopefully. Listen, I, I'm just happy about those four XLR inputs. That's what that's what Daddy needs. All right, um, that's it for today. Sorry, it's a bit of a short one. Um, but, you know... Daddy's we'll got an early day at the post office episode tomorrow. Episode 69 coming at you next week. All the stars are going to be here for it. It's the sex number episode. If you don't call in for episode 69, what the fuck are you doing? True. Kids, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Have a good one. Bye. Treat each other with kindness. Brown eyes and I were tired. We had walked and we had scrambled through the moors and through the briars, through the endless blue meanders in the blue August moon. In the cool August moon. Over the nights and through the fires, we went surging down the wires, through the towns and on the highways, through the storms in all their thundering. Bye.